0: hey everyone this is renee your scorpio season horoscopes will start in just a few minutes but i wanted to let you know first about some new offerings i have the embodied astrology year ahead reports are deep dives into the main themes for each sign in the year ahead with suggestions for working through embodied awareness and simple daily practices that will help support you in meeting present and upcoming opportunities and challenges if you pre-order your 2022 year ahead report you'll receive a 25 dollars discount through the end of november There are still a few months left in 2021, and as you know, a change in calendar year doesn't necessarily mean much more than that. Many of the themes I talk about in your 2021 reports will continue to be helpful and informative even as the year ends. Those reports are now discounted by 50%. You can find them all at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. Are you ready to take your interest in astrology to the next level? Are you interested in exploring astrology experientially and cultivating your embodied intuition? You can now pre-order my new online embodied astrology workshop series, Your Chart is a Body, an introduction to embodied chart reading where you'll learn to identify, interpret, and synthesize the three main components of an astrology chart, signs, planets, and houses, all through an embodied somatic lens. This workshop is specifically designed for body workers and healers therapists, physical performers, dancers, actors, and others who are interested in the intersections of astrology and somatics. Intermediate and advanced astrologers will gain somatic techniques and perspectives that will help deepen and integrate their practices, while beginning astrologers will appreciate an approach to this symbolic language that leaves a majority of the math and complicated delineation rules behind, and gives access to astrology through the immediate wisdom of the sensing body. This offering includes the recording of a live intensive I taught in July, as well as an additional eight hours of recorded somatic and creative visualization practices that will help you explore and embody the archetypes of the zodiac signs and planets. Your purchase of the class also grants you access to an exclusive online meeting space and forum where you can ask questions, share answers, and continue to explore embodied astrology in community and with me. Your chart as a body will be available by the end of November, Pre-order now with the early bird discount and get $100 off through the end of Scorpio season. Check the show notes or embodiedastrology.com for more information. Hello Virgo, welcome to Embodied Astrology. You're listening to your horoscope for Scorpio season in 2021. This is the span of time between October 22nd and November 21st. My name is Renee. I'm an embodied, intuitive, and consulting astrologer and the reading that I'm going to give you is an intuitive channeled interpretation of a somatically inclined perspective on what I see in the Virgo solar charts for Scorpio season. So this is for Virgo sun and Virgo rising. I always suggest that folks tune in with horoscopes for their sun and their rising signs. If you don't know your signs, you can get a free chart at embodiedastrology.com in the horoscope section. You can also find written transcriptions of these horoscopes there if you'd prefer to read rather than listen. As you listen, please listen through the lens of your own intuition. This is a symbolic and archetypal language. So make the meaning that's meaningful for you. Take what works and don't be shy to leave the rest. So Virgo, Scorpio season is beginning as Libra season ends. And Libra season included several planets stationing direct as well as Mercury's entire retrograde. So we're coming out of a period that was a pretty deep, period of change when a lot of things that had been kind of on the back burner or in some kind of review process since earlier in the year, March, April, even February for some, uh, started to shift in their energy. For you, it feels like you've been considering uh, either or all of the following themes for the last several months, your energy your state of health, your well-being, your functionality. How do you show up for your life and for all of the responsibilities of your life in ways that are sustainable, that are moving you in the direction that you want to be moving towards, and ideally efficient. In terms of all the things that you're meeting in your life, I'm sure there's a lot there's a lot on your plate, it feels like you are really trying to get into a new space in your body, in the large uh, area that we could smash into one word called wellness. Um, And wellness in a time in the world when there is so much dis-ease is a kind of interesting concept. I think that all of us are needing to tend to a lot of dysregulation in our systems. And who has access to be well in a world that is so sick um, is a question that is worth considering. And I feel like you are considering it. I feel like this is part of what your work is, in some ways, is recognizing that your body is a human body it's an animal body your body needs rest your body needs repair your body needs a whole lot of things and your contribution to the world really depends upon your body and your capacity to show up in any given moment Uh, your contribution to the world includes everything that you are responsible for And this means all of your chores and tasks that no one ever notices or thanks you for. This means any caretaking or caregiving that you're doing. And this also means uh, beyond other responsibilities and obligations, this also means your jobs. And your job and your career are sometimes the same thing. And for many people, they are not. So it feels to me like you've been in a pretty deep question, again, since earlier this year, March, April, maybe even since February, around your energy and what it is that you are trying to create for yourself when it comes to the day-to-day experience that you're having. Now, over the course of the last month or so, uh, this question has entered into, I think, a more immediate space, which is, what do you have? what do you have and what do you need? You may have been in some kind of process of trying to determine things like literally, what do you have? How much money do you have? How much resources do you have? Um, What can you afford? What can you not afford? And I mean that in regards to money as well as time and energy and attention, especially when it comes to relationships. Uh, It feels to me like you are trying to discern for yourself what you can give and also what you need to hold for yourself. As we enter into Scorpio season, this is a season that is going to ask you to investigate the processes of your attention in a different way, I think. Um, Your attention has a lot to do with your wellness or your well-being. Uh, You know that if your body is experiencing pain or like if you have a bellyache or something, it's not quite as easy to think objectively or in certain ways than if you're in a state of relative ease. Um, And it, it feels to me like you're really wanting to investigate your attention and to get into some of the stuff that might be uh, clogging your attention, or that might be somehow, I don't know if it's distracting you, or ways that you want to harness the power of your mind differently. Um, during the season, some of you may really be thinking about communication. You might be thinking a lot about your mind body connection, especially in the mental element of that connection. Uh, when it comes to communication, there may be important conversations that need to be had. If you've been thinking about your energy and your energetic output, uh, you might need to ask for some help. There may need to be some boundaries that need to get set or things like that. And then I I do also see another possibility, um, or a simultaneous possibility, these all don't exclude each other, um, that this is also a season that really invites you to reach out to get help with what it is that you need to build community Um, Some of you may be making new connections, and these connections are stimulating new kinds of thought processes or conversations. And finally, there are some of you that I think are working on some kind of writing or communication project, and this season is going to be a big one for that. So when we get into Scorpio season, the 22nd through the 28th of October, uh, there's a little bit of a window of time here before it feels like we really enter into Scorpio's depth. And this first week feels like you have um, opportunities to receive assistance if you can ask for them. And I'm getting that this is a good time for you to rest to feel your own capacity to help yourself feel what you want to be feeling Um, it feels like again ask for what you want ask for what you need my experience with virgo as an energy and certainly with virgo people is that there's a lot of reluctance to ask for help and i have a feeling right now that this is a growing edge for you And there's potential for it to be a joyful process of transformation. You might not be aware that there are lots of people who want to help you and who have your best interest in mind. It may be that you are learning different kinds of communication strategies right now that help you ask for help. Um, Sometimes people who have a hard time asking for help because they feel like they should be the ones who are helping, (coughs) Virgo. Um, tend to ask for help in ways that are like kind of off-putting, you know, it's, I, I don't know if you've experienced this, maybe you know another Virgo who does though, but you know, it's like, oh God, like, fine, like, can you help me? Or maybe you haven't asked for help for so long with something that you've needed that then it comes out with like an edge to it or some resentment, or you just feel really tired or something like that. So I really want to encourage you as we enter into this season to practice asking for help as a pleasure practice. Like think about the ways that you can open up space for new aspects in relationship. And as a Virgo, you might know an experience of feeling needed or wanted or somehow affirmed if somebody asks you for something and sees that, oh, you know, like, You're a person that I would ask for this because you're competent, because you have capacity, etc. Other people feel like that too. And they might just be waiting for you to say like, hey, would you help me with this? It would feel so good if, you know, you could assist me in this way or something. Um, When we invite in support, we invite in potentials for intimacy. And I feel like this is something that you are working on. And... That there is a there's a cool window of opportunity here uh, for you right now. Now I do want to say that this is not a period of time where you get very good outcomes from giving advice to people or from people trying to give you advice. Like this isn't really a time to try and be directive or bossy, and I don't think you're responding very well to people being directive or bossy with you, it feels like you want an easy give and take and that you're interested in cultivating relationships that are really held in foundations of care. So you can invite that in, you can ask for the kinds of communication you want, and you can also experiment uh, with these kinds of communications as well. So then on October 30th, uh, I feel like Scorpio season is really getting going and we start to feel into some of the intensity that Scorpio is known for. Uh, Mars will enter Scorpio on that day, it transits Scorpio until December 13th and this is a period of time that brings a lot of energy into your communications and into the close in relationships in your life. For those of you who are working on communication in some way that seems explicit, if you have writing projects, if you're thinking about conversations you need to have, and if you are interested in really working the mind-body connection, especially the mental part of that connection, using your mind to assist your body in experiencing certain states, et cetera, this is an incredibly powerful time for you. This is also a period of time when you want to pay attention to your communications and to more subtle, or maybe for some of you, more obvious um, energies of aggression that can come through with your communication. Now, Virgo as an energy, and I said this before, I think, um, can be an energy that really resonates with critique. And It is possible for Virgos, for Virgo-identified people or people with strong Virgo placements to express love and care by critiquing because you see that something could be better and you want to refine, you want to assist, you want to support things to be what they could be. It is part of the Virgo love language to critique, I think, because Virgos respond fairly well maybe sometimes to receiving it because it could be a feeling of like you want to be better too. Now, not everybody is like that and sometimes strongly Virgo identified people really need to watch how they communicate and if they're communicating with a sharpness or with a high degree of criticality. So I want to bring your attention to that and tell you that you can ask for what you want and you can be honest and Also, that saying that isn't always true, but maybe in this case is useful to think about you catch more flies with honey. Um, Consider using communication as a superpower right now. I think Mars and Scorpio for you can be an invitation to think about the superpower of communication and remember that communication happens mostly non verbally, it mostly happens through energy and affect. So use your mind to tune in with your body. And if you're experiencing distress or anxiety or tension, ask your mind to identify where in your body, the focal point of these sensations lie. And then use your mind to ask your body to breathe and to invite in relaxation to this part of your body. Scorpio season is going to ask you to regulate your nervous system and really to work with your nervous system. And as I said before, to work with your attention. In the body, Scorpio rules the pelvis, the pelvic basin, the pelvic floor, and the organs of reproduction and elimination. And these parts of our bodies store an incredible amount of primal response, including responses that have to do with fear, protection, defense, etc. Now, our bodies have only been existing in quote-unquote civilized societies for not that long. And most of human evolution has required us to have pretty quick reactions to danger. And those reactive patterns have not shifted now that we um, maybe live in houses with heating and like can go to the grocery store and get food or something, not everybody, but some people. So what I'm trying to say is, is that when you feel triggered, uh, most people will respond to a trigger by some kind of muscular activation in their body. There will be something that happens in the nervous system where there's a readiness to respond in the nervous system. Now, sometimes that's a really quick transition into a reaction, but if we're working with somatic awareness and mindfulness in the body, Then we have the potential to pause in the space between stimulation and response. And I feel like this is something that is really helpful for you to be practicing right now. Probably many of you are, and I'm just affirming what you're already doing. The idea here is that you are studying, you are researching your bodily responses and your bodily intelligence, and that you are studying and researching your body's instincts. And when an instinct or reactive response arises, you start to get really aware of what your bodily symptoms are. Do you stop breathing? Do you clench your belly? Do you tighten around your tailbone, which is very common for many animals to do? Does your jaw get tight? Do your eyes get hard? What happens? When you notice those symptoms arising, you can work with your mind to calm your body, to invite in a measured breath, to relax muscular tension any amount possible. And then you can notice how your bodily response is pushing your mind probably to focus on the source of the stimulation that has triggered you in some way that is either defensive or attacking or mistrusting or something like that if you can do that then you can be discerning you can you can choose how you're going to react or respond ideally respond right So this is the invitation for you as we move into the depths of Scorpio season. And the span of time between October 30th and November 5th uh, really deepens energy and awareness. And it feels like this is a period of time when any uh, processes of deliberation that you might have been in around money, resources, needs, values, they start to turn a little bit, maybe you turn a page, get to a next chapter with them. There is a new moon on November 4th, and this is a new moon that, again, is really inviting you to notice your mind-body connection and to work very deeply with the subtle layers of communication that are happening internally and then are being expressed relationally and in the world. This is a new moon that's a great time for you to study. And especially if you want to study mind-body therapies, uh, somatic psychology, things like that, listen to podcasts, find some books, do some practices. This is a really good time for you to uh, work with information to assist you in uh, becoming more regulated in your nervous system, becoming more well in your mind and even for people out there who feel a lot of wellness in their minds you're still alive on planet earth in 2021 so there's still work to do right there's still cleansing to do there are still patterns to break there are still shadows to look at etc now the new moon leaves a residue and the next couple of days following the new moon uh thoughts and conversations um, really take a turn for some depth. Um, It feels like a big chunk of November for you might be an interesting time for you mentally. Some of you might be feeling pretty intense in your thoughts at this time. Um, I do want to say that if you find yourself experiencing depression or anxiety, if you feel that you're moody like more moody than normal or there's a kind of like obsessive quality to your thoughts that this is a really helpful time for you to have um, some kind of creative outlet and I would Definitely recommend writing or speaking and using language, trying to get your thoughts out, like don't let them swim around in your brain. So do free writes, use your journal, you might turn on your voice recorder and just spit it out or don't record it and, you know, get into an empty room and say all the things that are on your mind that you need to say, like get it out. Um, I've said it all already, but use your mind to work with your mind. Um, if you're experiencing depression and anxiety during this time, depression and anxiety have postural patterns, they have bodily symptoms that go along with them, working with breath and inviting, uh, love into your body, trying to bring awareness into your body. That's caring, um, can have a huge and profound effect on the state of your mind. In early November, you also begin some kind of, I don't know what it is. It feels like for some of you, this is a new creative project. Some of you might have a new romance coming in in November. Um, Others of you may be in a period of time with like a pre-existing friendship or partner um, where you're trying to explore some new spaces together. I did say romance before. I also want to say friends are romantic, so it's not just like uh dates um or or like sexual partners, but also friend, new friends could be coming in around this time. Um some virgos out there might be going through different periods of relationship with their children, if you're parents, and some of you out there may be considering Uh, children, if you're not parents yet, but want to be. So it feels like there is some new energy entering into the space in your life that has to do with creative, generative, and erotic energy. And this is really life-giving for you. This is nourishing. This is sustaining. This is really helpful. Um, If you are experiencing mental agitation, depression, anxiety, harsh thoughts, that kind of thing, indulging pleasure, I know it can be hard for Virgos. And I would say it is your medicine right now. Um, orgasms are a great medicine, you know, give them to yourself uh, regularly. And this is a phase that's going to take you all the way until early March of 2022. So you have several months here where it feels like you're exploring again, some new creative, generative, Um, something or other. It may be a relationship with another person. It may be a relationship with some aspect of yourself. This is an amazing time for you to get creative, to work on any kind of creative projects. Creativity can be a whole lot of things, but what it definitely is for anybody, regardless of what form they're using, is something that feels pleasurable and fun for them. So. Maybe Virgo for you, it's like washing the floor. I don't know. But you get to lose track of time and space. You get to absorb yourself in something. You get to enjoy something. For those of you that are starting new relationships or working on new aspects of relationships, or if you're working on creative projects, if you're thinking about something that you want to create, including babies, Um, give yourself some time. This period of time, again, that takes us through early March of next year is also going to include some back and forth. There will be some periods of reflection and reversal. So be patient with yourself. Be patient with anybody else that you're working with. Have an attitude of experimentation and open-endedness or open-mindedness. Don't get stuck on particular outcomes. Don't be dogmatic. Simple is best, and if uh, if this makes sense to you, I think like working slowly and steadily, and really honoring the boundaries of something and capacity of something helps the sustainability in the long term of whatever it is. As we get into November, um, there are a number of pretty intense planetary aspects, and we are moving towards a powerful full moon. So from November 9th or 10th, I really encourage you to use your mind uh, to relax your brain and your body. Especially on November 10th, there is some energy that could be pretty mentally exhaustive or edgy. Um, in your chart, especially I'm feeling like you really want to avoid arguments and conflicts on that day. If you have an argument or a conflict, it may be better, um, to wait even a couple of weeks. I don't, I don't necessarily know when you're ready to put this out. Now that said, I could see that you're ready and I could see that there is a reason that you need to, um, Ask for something, or speak for speak out about something, um, and especially these circumstances would be around your well being. And it may be that you need to advocate for something, to ask for a boundary, to ask for something to change or shift, especially in places of employment or places where you are doing some kind of labor or performing some kind of service. Um, It feels like this is a time when you're really trying to understand your capacity for something. And so I want to encourage you that if you feel over capacity to try and ask for help or ask for what you need, because especially around this time, if you're pushed past your capacity, it's going to have negative ramifications Um, across the board for yourself and for others so better to ask for what you need and advocate for it than to push yourself further than you're able to go the 12th through the 21st of november there is a lot of collective thick atmospheric energy people are really going through it Um, you may be quite sensitive uh, to what's going on for folks, you might feel it pretty deeply in your body. Um, I'm not really getting the feeling that this is a time for you to try and figure out what to do (laughs) about any of that. Um, But it is a time that when you Do the work that I've been saying. Like when you focus on tending to your own inner landscape and cultivating space internally that is caring and that is aware of your own needs, that this helps you ascertain what you can do or be for others. And this makes you a safer person in the world uh, who can. Bring benefit to those around you, but you have to put yourself first. So buckle your own seatbelt, put on your own life vest, your own oxygen mask, then help the people around you if they need help. Um, If people around you are being volatile, erratic, moody, try not to get pulled into bullshit. Just try not to get pulled into it. This is really a month for you to take care of yourself and not get riled up by other people If possible, this is also a period of time, Virgo, when it feels like you might have some pretty profound new insights. It feels like your mind is really open to some new ideas. You might be having some big breakthroughs, especially when it comes to the realm of your day to day, of your jobs, and of your well being. You are supported in these breakthroughs when you practice what I've been um, suggesting, and also when you research when you learn about your conditions, whatever your conditions happen to be. On November 19th, there is a full moon and partial eclipse in Taurus. This is the first of several eclipses that will occur over the course of the next few years until October 2023. This eclipse for you is highlighting some new possibilities and areas of growth in your life. It feels like you could be thinking about some new space of learning. You might be considering ongoing education. You might be thinking about how to expand possibilities for yourself or expand your horizons. Some of you are thinking about traveling, or there may be some kind of opportunity to uh, work or meet with folks who are from different places, from different backgrounds than you. And it feels like there's uh, definitely the potential for some cool collaborations for some of you that could exist in the realms of writing, education, and research, and could bring new elements into your jobs. Also, uh, some of you may be um, encountering new opportunities when it comes to health and well-being especially as it relates to community care and also the nervous system so any uh, networks or systems that involve the totality of something it feels like something is stirring for you potentially in these realms the couple of days after the full moon are days that continue to bring severity and intensity into the conversation space Um, It feels like these days are again, really good days for you to write, to be creative and to work with your mind. And I'm definitely getting that some of you are really trying to shift your places of employment or your jobs or something like that. And after the full moon, you might get some interesting insights or possibilities um, in those realms as well. Okay, Virgo, I hope any or all of that is interesting and useful for you. If you found it to be so, please consider supporting this work. The number one way to do that is by sharing it with your friends and networks. Also subscribe, rate, and leave affirmative reviews on your favorite listening platforms. If you're able to leave a financial donation, it is so appreciated and so helpful. You can leave a one-time tip or you can sign up to become a recurring donor, in which case you'll get access to my extended monthly content including month ahead calendars and twice a month meetups on zoom where i offer creative somatic experiential learning practices for astrology and working with your own chart you can find information on my subscription at embodiedastrology.com where you can also find my year ahead reports Those are hour and a half long readings special for your sign, where I go over the major themes and opportunities in 2021 for you. Since we're almost done with this year, those readings are discounted now by 50%. You can also follow me on Instagram at Embodied Astrology, where I post regular astro updates and musings, and I would love to see you there. I'm wishing you all the best in Scorpio season and beyond. Bye for now.